We would regard our Constitution and Bill of Rights as directly delivered by God as we regard, say, the Sermon on the Mount. In other words, we have the separation of church and state. Islam does not. And to conclude with Meg Greenfield, that is the most fundamental reason for our inability to understand this religion. Now, overlaying that fundamental and foundational, I would say, difficulty in understanding Islam, overlaying that are three areas of persistent misunderstanding. The first concerns the use of force and violence The second concerns the position of women in Islam, and the third relates to Islamic fundamentalism. I will say a few words about these three areas. Over the years, teaching I have found my Islamic students, whom I have become close to, saying repeatedly that the basic stereotype that they encounter as they move into American society is that of a bearded man marching with sword outstretched, followed by a long trail of wives. Now, that stereotype carries far more error than it does truth. And let me speak first to that outstretched sword No major religion has been able to persist in history without resorting to warfare at some point. And the word that has moved into the stereotype about the outstretched sword is the word jihad. Now, literally, all jihad means is effort or struggle, but it has gathered meaning and adumbrations in Islam and elevated to the meaning of a holy war. Now, that is there in Islam, but we would 
err to look upon Islam thereby as giving more vent and having given more vent through history to violence than other religions. To look only at the comparison with the dominant religion in the United States, Christianity, the best and most thorough research book on that comparison is by Norman Daniels, Islam in the West, The Making of an Image, and this Oxford professor with meticulous historical research. When he reaches his conclusion at the end of the book, he says,